0: Welcome to Beach Houses and Babies, a Private Practice Recap Podcast. I'm Melissa. And I'm Sam. On today's episode, we'll be chatting all about Private Practice Season 3, Episode 13, Shotgun. Episode 13, Shotgun, was written by John Cowan and Robert Rovner and directed by Karen Gaviola. It aired on February 4th, 2010. Enjoy! Enjoy! All right, dear listeners. So right at the top of the show, we have a question for you. Both of our schedules are getting quite packed and (laughs) we might not both be able to be on for every episode. Mm -hmm. So if you are interested in guest hosting with us, please let us know. Okay, if you know about Private Practice, if you have watched it, if you have not watched it, that's fine too.
1: Mm-hmm. let us know submit your request <laughs> yes
0: yeah, so we're looking at our schedules and uh you know realizing that it might be a little bit tough uh we're mm-hmm. gonna try really hard to keep to our two-week schedule
1: mm-hmm.
0: but yeah let us know
1: <laughs> yes
0: are you watching and just like that
1: no i don't know that about oh it's that. the the sex in the city reboot Oh no, I haven't. I have not watched it. See, I was never like super into Sex in the City. I've seen a couple episodes here and there, but yeah, I heard that the reboot is like something. It is something, definitely. Um, there,
0: I just think when I see shotgun, I think of like I know that this is talking about a shotgun wedding,
1: uh-huh.
0: but that's talking about another shotgun, neither of which is the actual weapon.
1: Gotcha. <laughs> so oh. it's real funny. <laughs> You're like, that's a variety of meanings, Shotgun. Yeah,
0: yeah. The English language is, is quite dense. dense. Yeah, dense.
1: yeah. We're so complex. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So our patient breakdown for episode 13, Shotgun, we'll do first notes and miscellaneous per usual. It looks like we have a lot of patients, but we really only have like two storylines. Mm-hmm. So Renee is pregnant. Kelly has cancer. And Nikki has cancer and sepsis, and they're going to be in one line because that's the mom and the two daughters. Mm -hmm. And then we have Naomi and Sam Bennett with talk therapy and Maya Bennett with pregnancy. Yes. Oh, I messed it up again. She is pregnant.
1: No, it's okay. I didn't even even question it. (laughs) It's just like she's with pregnancy. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She is with pregnancy. I remember this episode distinctly. I don't know really? if there's more than one cord blood case. Do you know if there is? I don't know. I feel That's like it's point. common for people on Grey's Anatomy and like Private Practice to have babies through not for their cord blood, not through cord blood. Obviously, like that is part of the de- developmental cycle. Mm-hmm. But, right. Um, but I remember the. The spare sister, for lack of a better word, where um, I remember Callie, it's like this very petite white lady with short blonde hair who mm-hmm. was born to help her sister. And like I do remember her, that. Yeah, since her sister knows that she has spare parts, she's uh-huh. like extra wild. I remember that. But I don't know if there's more cord blood people. So listeners, let us know. Because I, I don't know if I just remember this episode so much. I
1: don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. I have no idea. That's a yeah. good question, though. Yeah. To ask yeah. some of the docs in the fam, scene.
0: <laughs> yes. Let us know, docs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's your first note? My first note is actually, I, I usually do like the pre-show um, notes, but I get, my first note was honestly for Addison.
0: <laughs> yeah, they went yeah. right into it.
1: I did jump right into it. I was just yeah. like, why did I not take any and that? I probably was so captivated by what the first part of the show before the, the opening credit uh-huh. um, presented itself. But my first note is... Is for Addison. I don't know if that's because I put her in order <laughs> for character order, but I don't know how early on she said this, but it really took me aback when she told Naomi that she hasn't even looked, um, or or when she told um, one of the the mother with the the children who was having that the, yeah. the extra child when she told her she was like you haven't even looked at your newborn yet, and that like really took me aback, and I was mm-hmm. like, ooh, it it you know it took me a while to realize that like oh they're having this child. It's out of obligation more so than out of love. And I was like, oh, it's so hurtful.
0: My first note is when Pete and Sheldon are talking to each other, Mm -hmm. Pete says, I am seeing more women than you would believe. Like, why are they still competing with each other? Neither of them got Violet. It's not like they would. It's been how many? Yeah. And they're not normally like competing for the same women, I feel like.
1: they Right. They're not like, I don't think that they have the same, uh, well, I guess except for violence. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I really wouldn't think that they would have the same type in women. Yeah.
0: It's very but, weird. Um, yeah. But then it was like also a little throwback to, I don't want to say less complicated times because that was a complicated mm-hmm. situation. But, sure, you know, a time, yeah. yeah, when Naomi was functioning as a human
1: being. Right. And- <laughs> it did seem like, you know, b- better days back
0: then. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah.
0: My only other first note, And it becomes our Sam's style. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Listeners, my face, I would have died for that blazer that Violet is wearing in 2010. Do you remember how much like, not ruffles as in like girly, girly ruffles, but like, I I would have died for this shirt in 2010. I met you in 2010. And this was like
1: what I was wearing. (laughs) No, me too. Very similar. Like, yeah. yes. It was like ruffles were a thing to yeah. the point that there's still some items in my closet that are like that give like those vibes and I'm like, it's time to move on. 100%. 100%. <laughs> but, it's
0: yep. for those of you who either didn't watch with us this week or don't remember what we're talking about, why it has such like a firm hold on us. <laughs> um, It's gray with peplum ruffles in the back and it has like purple accents in like the – um seeming mm-hmm. yeah high
1: school yeah. Sam heaven oh my god yeah but bla- blazers were big yeah. during that time and that, and I wonder why like I still have so many in my class every once in a while I'll come across one that's like that still like catches my eye I guess like now we've moved into like more oversized blazers yeah. like that kind of style but back then like the fitted people were like out in the clubs and blazers truly
0: truly <laughs> yeah. I would you know pair it with like a skinny jean and a ballet flat.
1: Yep, yep. That was the look. Heaven. Maybe
0: like a layered cami. Like a thick strap tank Mm -hmm. top. And maybe like. underneath. Like a light purple. Yeah, oh, the long necklace. And then like a fitted camisole underneath that was like a little bit lower.
1: That you could tuck in.
0: Yep. millennials know what I'm talking about. Yep. Those
1: were the days. That was the fit. They really (laughs) were.
0: So we will come back to this in Sam's style. But I just. I can't wait had to mention it right up top dear if wait. if the, if, the, if this still exists I don't think it would fit me because Amy Renum is like a size zero but yeah well please I would love to you know have this you could bring it back Sam
1: I could. You could bring it back
0: I could I could <laughs> it really uh you know pained me when I was moving to not bring a lot of my peplum shirts because I was oh, like oh god I'm not going to need these I didn't I didn't donate them I did donate some things but I didn't oh, I didn't donate them because my bubba had this thing that fashion comes mm-hmm. around every 20 years or so which I feel like I've mentioned before on the pod See yes yeah, yeah. and it really is like the Gen Z is bringing back that early 2000 stuff as long as they don't they bring are. back the low rise jeans we'll be fine If you yes, bring back we'll those jeans We'll fight
1: i think about that every time i see like a clip on twitter or something from like the early 2000s i'm like god please if you love me do not bring <laughs> back low-rise jeans i will not make it no but, but you saying that about fashion coming back around like as someone who needs to get rid of so many clothes like that is such a good excuse for me to continue to <laughs> to hoard. same because i have some peplum tops and i'm like it's time it's time but i don't know no
0: keep them yeah. As long base. as the fabric, you know, sometimes, you know, elastic doesn't hold up if it's – Exactly. Depending right. on, on the construction of the peplum.
1: You're right. You're right. I have to assess. Yeah.
0: Anyway, shall we move on <laughs> to Renee, Kelly, and Nikki? Let's. Okay. Oh, do you have any more first notes? No. No, that was like my fake first note. Yeah. So. <laughs> it, it. The last couple episodes, it's gone straight into the first note. It's, it's really gotten down to it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, and yeah. Yeah. Yes, for sure.
0: As I said before, my first note for this is oh boy, a cord blood baby never ends well in Shondaland Nope,
1: nope. It's as if yeah. Have you ever seen the movie The Good son with Macaulay Culkin? And um oh my gosh, it's the young uh the boy who's the lead, um the guy, I guess I should say who's the lead in Lord of the Rings. I don't know his name. It sounds so familiar. I feel like I probably watched it on a plane one time. I feel like it used to come on when I, back in the day when I used to watch A&E and Murder, She Wrote with My Nan all Mm. the time. I feel like it would come on A&E pretty often, but it's a really good movie, listeners, if you ever get to check it out. It's called The Good Son, but basically not to make any spoilers, but like there's a decision that has to be made uh, between the two children. And so, um, yeah, this uh, reminds me of that. Anytime it's like something like that involving children and like high stakes, I'm like, No. Shouldn't be this way.
0: <laughs> I know. I always think about my sister's ah. keeper, and that's like a totally different.
1: Ooh, that's a a good one. I love that one.
0: Next note I have is I don't understand how, you know, the cord blood thing works. I get that it has stem cells in it, and it's like really mm-hmm. regenerative? Regenerative. Mm-hmm. I promise I'm a smart human. <laughs> it's fine. Please. Mm-hmm. I feel like it makes sense that the cord blood of one cord would save one person. I don't get how they were expecting it to save two people because it's like one
1: person to one person, right? Exactly, yeah. So I don't know why they would think that there would be enough to save two. I don't know if they were just being hopeful, but yeah, I I thought about that too because I was like, going into it, wouldn't you all have anticipated that this wouldn't have worked out? But Yeah,
0: and it seems like they were working with Naomi and Addison to have a baby who would be genetically close enough to help their girls like they it's not again not eugenics but um Mm -hmm. what do they call that choosing a specific embryo to fit the needs that they need
1: yes it's i don't know that's a proper term for it but yeah yeah
0: it seems like they were doing that so like why wouldn't they just go for twins if they already have a history of twins in their family why not have two babies and
1: Right. And that, that would have, yeah, I feel like that would have easily solved the yeah. problem. Yeah. That's a good question. I have no idea. Yeah. And then I just thought about, I get, we're obviously coming into it at the end of her pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, this just seems, <laughs> seems so rushed. Yeah. Like I found out about the girl's illness and then she had the baby and I'm just like, obviously there was a nine month process that we didn't see. Um, But I guess that we came in at like the height of it, but Yeah, that would have made sense initially in the planning when they were planning to have the child. Like, let's do two so each girl can have what she needs.
0: It also seems like a very long wait. Like, the girls would have had to have been sick enough for them to plan this and then to have to wait almost an entire year.
1: I thought about that, too. That's why I was like (laughs) – mistakes all of a sudden skyrocket when we when we jump into the story but I was just like yeah they've obviously haven't been well so how have they been managing up until this point like unclear not sure very unclear
0: (laughs) (laughs) the mom doesn't want to choose who gets the cord blood but also says it's better if they both die
1: yeah that was stressing me out I was like "Mm." obviously obviously the father you know it's horrible to have to make that decision at all, but yeah, I was, I didn't like her philosophy either. No, as, as awful as it sounds, I I feel like the father was trying to think from a logical place of like who needs it more because yeah. it's like of course nobody wants to make that decision, but yeah, the mo- yeah when she said that line about rather both of them die, I was like Mm-mm, I don't know about that. No, you know, like at, at least if we're gonna try to save them, like at least at least try, you know, to save one at least. Yeah, it's just, yeah. And if
0: you can't do it tell the doctors to choose who they think. Yeah. And then just give your permission. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And also, I kept thinking that I knew this mom from somewhere.
1: Oh, really? But, she lived Yeah.
0: I looked up her, her IMDB, though, and it, it didn't... Nothing, like, jumped out at me. So, hmm. no. I, I always, when this happens, I'm like, do I know you in real life? Like, have we met? Right. I don't know.
1: That's so funny. Maybe so. Maybe cross paths.
0: Yeah, perhaps,
1: perhaps, perhaps. That's so funny. <laughs> she she seemed like a particularly. I'm sorry. No, I go ahead. About it. I was like, she seemed like a particularly young mom in comparison to the dad. For yeah. Some reason to me, but just a random thought. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's
0: very true. I she almost I feel like maybe why I thought she's familiar is she's very re- reminiscent of like DJ Tanner.
1: Oh my gosh, yes, yeah. I can see that. Especially she has, with
0: her hair. She had exactly. that exactly like straight like, hair, yeah. The nose and the eyes, like the like this part of her face was very yes. reminiscent, like the features of DJ yeah, Tanner. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Yeah, also very similar to the features of the girl from Halloween Town.
1: Yes, yes, I can see both of yeah. that. Yeah, who I mm, the
0: cheeks yeah, and- just saw on an episode of SVU. I was texting I, Melissa so much this week. Be like, yeah. Yo, yo, yeah, no, I texted yes. you. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Being uh, like, there are so many. First, dear listeners, Viola Davis was the defense attorney. And Cooper, our oh dear God. Dr. Cooper Friedman, was on the stand, mm-hmm. but it was like pre Annalise Keating and pre Cooper. Yep. Sure. yep.
1: Before they were who we know them yeah. to be.
0: <laughs> the kid from Brink, the DCOM, was on it. Yes, I did not support so... his choices. And then okay. our dear okay. friend from Halloween Town
1: was in a cult. Wow. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. I, now that's one of SVU episode I haven't seen. And I'm always surprised when there's ones that pop up that I haven't yeah. seen. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, I've seen them Same. all. Um, not so much the recent ones, but the, like those are some, I don't even think to be honest, I, I've seen the Viola Davis Cooper one because I feel like I would ever remember. Yeah. Him, yeah. yeah. I, I think there are a lot in like
0: the early mid seasons that aren't on very much for some reason.
1: Gotcha. Okay, that Mm. makes sense.
0: The sweet dying girl, I think, Nikki, she was worried that something's wrong with her baby brother, and that's why her parents were fighting. Sweet, sweet dying Nikki. Yeah.
1: My heart, that was one of my notes for the girl. I was like, these babies are acting more so in the the last scene where they're Mm -hmm. together and, like, the one gives the other the hat. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, they are really doing it right now. I was like, I was... Genuinely emotional. Same.
0: I remember that scene. that scene every time I rewatch when she goes, "I can share." Oh, really, my
1: heart. It was just like, "Yeah, girl." Like we wish that was I an know. option. That's the whole point. Oh my god!
0: And then she says, "I don't, I don't want it." We do everything together. Everything the same.
1: Oh my lord! My heart. It was really sweet to see that they like that they were actually like mm-hmm. friends and that they you know had a bond as mm-hmm. sisters. I was I was torn mm-hmm. up.
0: I really – I looked up their IMDb also. I do that a lot with the younger actors because I'm like, oh, like, who did you – like, do I know you?
1: Right. And what do they look like now? And they are, like, they're – Yeah, they are. And they were
0: on – my mom loves soap operas. I know she's listening. Hello, mom. (laughs) Uh, And these twins were on The Bold and the Beautiful and The Young and the Restless, two of my mom's favorites. Okay. Yeah. Uh, As the kids who, like, were born – 10 years ago and now we're like 35 because that's what happens in the soap. Wow, world. Oh my
1: god. It's crazy. Oh my gosh, that's mm-hmm. insane. And wow. They they're both still yeah. acting. That's yeah. incredible.
0: Do you have anything more for our sad family?
1: No, that's all for Nikki. I guess both of these <laughs> families
0: are sad, but
1: I know. I know.
0: <laughs> On to our Bennett's. What's your Great. what's your uh first note?
1: Let see what I got for them, child sometimes i have to go back and review the name so i'm like oh ben oh naomi <laughs> i'm so not used to calling them by the their Ben-ness. last names. I'm like the bennett i'm like who's that michael bennett child right michael bennett him? <laughs> great let's do <dance>. it <laughs> naomi i guess i'll start with her i'm like avoiding she's just been avoiding for so long and i honestly i really didn't think it would take her this long to come around but i think it just goes to show that like it just goes to show how serious her disappointment is but she is like this is a side in Naomi that like I feel like we haven't seen mm-hmm. so far and it's just like very shocking. Well, I agree.
0: Yeah. I agree. My first note is I don't yeah. know if standing up to Sam is the right thing to do right now, Dink, my friend Dink. Mhm. Yeah, he really tried it. Yeah. yeah. And then Dink is <laughs> I think Sam was talking to Maya perhaps. But he goes, uh-huh. fine, I will not kill Dink. That just made me laugh really hard.
1: <laughs> the name, like, they really just gave, like, a really great, just the yeah. sound of it. Like, and, yeah, Tay Diggs just takes full advantage every time he has to Absolutely. say it. And Naomi. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I said that Sam is low-key dragging Corinne for supporting this marriage. Yeah. The mom. Yeah. Yeah. If you're storming off from your
0: dad with your backpack in a huff, you are probably too young to get married. For sure. Yeah.
1: For sure. Not not emotionally mature enough.
0: No. no. And then shortly after, <laughs> literally, why are they doing therapy with Violet?
1: I wonder that often, too. Especially, it'd be different if we didn't know everything that Violet has gone through. But it's just like, I agree. I feel like that's like, just not the not the best person to be to be doing it with and like there's a moment at the end that um I think it was at the end of this episode when when Violet is on the couch with Naomi is that this episode there and I and I will say that I feel like Violet is very like I think she has a really good grasp of her situation like I think she's very self-aware of like you know what, how her choice appears to other people. But I think she also has a really good grasp on why she did it for her and that I appreciate. But, um, but yeah, even so, I you know, I still find it yeah weird that she like, you know, is giving advice in a situation that is like so close to home involving motherhood. (laughs) Yeah. And
0: if the whole point of therapy is to go to someone who is, not going to immediately take your side and to hear it from an outside perspective. So the fact that they're exactly. like both bringing their own therapist with them to this therapy session
1: mm-hmm. is very strange. Right. Yeah. It doesn't seem like, yeah, that it would be that helpful to get like an unbiased yeah opinion.
0: Not at all. Yeah. As much as Sam was mad at Dink, I no yes obviously mad at dink but I meant mad at dink's mom I thought the mom Mm -hmm. was so sweet trying to help
1: me too me too I like really appreciated the mom I said (laughs) my one and only note for her I was like oh she's supportive and you know beyond that she seemed like like really genuine like you know she understood the situation but like I feel like definitely more so had a mentality of just like okay like how do we how do we move on like, you know, from, from here, as opposed to like, you know, um, I think that Sam and Naomi obviously like are coming from a more disciplinary yeah. perspective about it. But like, I, I really liked it. Yeah. Calm. I think she
0: was being very, words are really escaping me today, which is an issue. Um, so no, it's fine. Like real life. She was coming at it from, How do we deal with this? Like, as Sam and Naomi Mm -hmm. keep saying, like, it's done. We can't take the act back. It's here. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Naomi, as much as I love her, we know this. She is Mm -hmm. just sort of, like, wallowing in self-pity at the moment.
1: I think so, too, Which is a lot
0: of what Violet said at the end,
1: which is the first time Mm -hmm. in a long time I've agreed with Violet's therapeutic. (laughs) yeah no she's so right and I was like I was very I said uh, again one of my only notes for Violet I was just like tell her Violet because she she told her like a straight shooter and was just like you're mad because she didn't make the choice that you wanted her to make and it's like yeah you're being selfish and it's true and it's yeah and exactly and it's like life is life is moving ahead and it's just like we like we can't wait for Naomi to have a pity party about it so it's like you know yeah, I agree.
0: You did not watch One Tree Hill. We've gone over this. No, I didn't. Uh-oh. Okay. This section reminded me a lot of One Tree Hill. Yeah. Really? There, there are a couple. Um, Yes, one couple, but not a couple. <laughs> There's one couple who gets okay. married very young. And um, oh, okay. not for this reason, but it reminded me of Nathan and Haley. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I'm really glad that Sam left his car at the bar after drinking and that they made it a plot point because drinking and driving is the worst. <laughs> like, I yeah. I yeah. feel like it's one of the worst things that you can do. And I really mm-hmm. like that they are making it a plot point of, you know, we know that Sam's a good guy. He's the golden retriever, as we yeah. said. <laughs> right. But I like that they're, you know, making it an actual plot point
1: yeah and that's actually i'm glad you brought that up because i i don't even i don't even remember that specific point he just but, said it in passing um, I, when he got to addison's house yeah okay that's i'm glad i'm glad that's mm-hmm. wonderful because i as soon as you said that i was thinking about uh, do you watch euphoria yes but i have not watched the new episode gotcha okay all right watch it i don't, don't want any spoilers Good, good. Okay. Yeah. There's a, there's a moment um, that I was just just like, are we really out promoting this? I know. I (laughs) feel like they probably know, have seen the clips and stuff, but of of course there's so many things on the show that are like, you know, not, not promoting it, but that, you know, are being, are being showcased that everyone knows or should know that, you know, (laughs) not the best thing to, to follow the example of but it's, it's <laughs> nice to see that even in adulthood that they are making that a plot point Yeah, that, like he wasn't drinking and driving yeah. yeah
0: euphoria is always very much like fun to watch don't do it
1: exactly exactly (laughs) that's the thing it's just like it's so yeah it makes for great television Uh i'm just always praying i'm like i hope kids are deciphering from what is i know meant for entertainment purposes versus not that people aren't doing these things in real life but you know yeah
0: (laughs) take the makeup and the fashion don't take what they're doing right take yep
1: exactly yep take the good things
0: (laughs) all caps Maya being stubborn, hmm, wonder who she got that from.
1: Right, exactly. They're actually so much more similar um, than they realize. Yeah. That is so true.
0: Do you watch The Wonder Years, the new one?
1: No, I need to. Oh That's a show
0: that I, like, absolutely need to watch with Saikon. Yeah, yeah, it's so yeah. good. Very, is it? Okay. I love it. Um, It was this last week's episode, I think. The mom and the daughter are fighting, and the son okay. – Who's narrated by Don Cheadle? The son's like, mm-hmm. "You're only fighting because you're so similar," <laughs> and it's both so- of them look at him and they're like, "Shut up!" <laughs>
1: that, exactly. That's like the one thing you don't want to hear, <laughs> especially mother and daughter. My brother visited this past week and he said something very similar uh, to me and my mom. He's like, "You guys are literally the same person." So I don't know why you just won't work it out. I'm just <laughs> just like, That's not something you want to hear. <laughs> In the height of an argument. I can
0: never see you fading with your
1: mom. Never? Oh, really? Girl. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> it's one of those things, as I'm sure most mother and daughters experience, That's just like, they're your best friend. And so for that reason, there's the clashes happen. <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> My next note is when Sam and Addison are in Addison's office. Mm-hmm. Sam, at least lock the door to Addison's office. We've been here before. Lock yep. the door.
1: Yep, exactly. You you know, you you already know from experience. Literally from opening the door yourself. Yeah, I was about to say from being the one to walk in. Like, mm, <laughs> what did I have? It really. Yeah, I felt like really dug a dagger in when um, Naomi came late to the therapy session and. Sam was like you weren't here so we decided and I was just Uh, like I know that's right exactly she like like you said she like wasted so much time I feel like wallowing in self-pity that it's just like now she wants to show up and be a part of the process and it's like girl choices have been made yeah (laughs)
0: yeah I feel like the answer is no but I can't help but wonder do we think that they would feel differently if his name was not dink If his name was like Michael, or like,
1: (laughs) it might make them uh, maybe respect him a little bit more. Yeah, like that his name partnered with the situation is just like needle in the coffin. Like, no coming back from this, dude. Yeah, yeah,
0: because they just keep saying "dink," and then Sam doesn't change his mind, but he like is more okay with the situation. Yeah. he finds out that his name is Fillmore.
1: I know, I know. I did appreciate that moment. I literally forgot about that until you brought it up. Yeah. Did I had. I write down. Anything
0: about that? Anytime someone says Fillmore, I just think of the president, Millard Fillmore.
1: <laughs> oh my god! So you guys about to say? I was like, I don't know if I've ever heard that name before. Wow. Yeah, like that's Philly. So more. Oh, that's a cute. That's a cute nickname for it. even Philly is more like you know. I feel. Yeah. more I'm endearing than Dink. Yeah,
0: yeah. Phil. Morty. Morty. <laughs> Who knows? His name is Dink. Oh yeah. We love we love Dink. I know. Do we love and him?
1: he does seem to I, one of my notes was that he does seem to really care for Maya. I mean like I guess it oh, was yeah. a eighteen. How old are they? Sixteen? Fifteen. 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 Well she is fifteen. Gracious. I don't he might be sixteen. Yeah. no
0: he's driving
1: is he driving is he he's a little bit older yeah I mean as much as a teenager can care for another he does seem to genuinely care like even even to hear him as a teenager um say that he wants to marry Maya and like wants to father the child I feel like it's like you know something rare at least from like other like plot points that I feel that like are usually portrayed it's usually like the guy doesn't want anything to do with the situation oh yeah which or the girl
0: yeah which is why I think Sam and Naomi are so you know sure about how they're doing Mm -hmm. this because in their Mm -hmm. experience especially working in a doctor's office it's like Mm -hmm. the father's never around
1: exactly exactly I did
0: get really mad at Naomi when she was saying like you can leave, you can leave, like you can go. And he goes, but I'm not.
1: Right. And I fit and exactly. And I think that just like proves what you just said that like they, (laughs) that goes against what they expect. And like, it would make it so much easier I think for them to hate him. If he was just like, I don't want to be like, I'm done with this. But like the fact that he actually wants to be a participant (laughs) in it, um, I think makes it harder for Naomi, especially. Yeah. I think that Sam sees more that he's like, that he's genuine than Naomi has because Sam's been around more. Like had an opportunity to give him more of a chance, Mm -hmm. but yeah. We
0: have another whole scene about Naomi being addicted to chocolate.
1: Yes I literally have that in caps Yeah
0: I just like to note it I I haven't really noticed it on other rewatches But this one I feel like I'm clocking it every time
1: I love it I love that it's a theme for her It's so real
0: Addison rough drafting (laughs) this relationship With Naomi is maybe not What she should be doing right now But also bless her for making Naomi laugh Even though it's very unintentional
1: Yeah it was like That was like I was actually scared Yeah (laughs) I was scared in that scene. I was like, is she gonna bring it up now? And I was just like, mm. thankfully, and also thankful, um, due to the counsel of Sheldon in the elevator. I'm, I'm glad that she didn't. Yeah. And I'm glad that she went the route of like, you know, addressing it with Sam, um, as opposed to like bringing it to Naomi's attention. Because Naomi, as we said, is in a place that we have never seen her before. And I don't think or I'd rather, I don't know how she would like handle that she would tear that whole office up oh
0: absolutely (laughs)
1: yeah there
0: would be no more buildings standing
1: yeah yeah Mm.
0: it got me when she said laughing like laughing her heart's content first you sleep with your husband's best friend and then you sleep with your best friend's husband and she's just like laughing 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 like as if it's not possible at all she's not wrong
1: no no she's not it's just so funny that it's not even on her radar no. that Addison would do something like that. Which makes <gasps> it even more like... <sighs> oh,
0: and God. then cracking up, she goes, you would be the worst person ever. You would need these chocolates. Oh my God!
1: I screamed. I actually was laughing with her at that point. <laughs> I wrote on that quote too. It was just like, even to tell your best friend, even jokingly, that yeah. like, you would be the worst person ever.
0: Like, maybe that's a little like
1: subconscious. Yeah. I think Addison needed to, needed to hear that out of Naomi's mouth, even if it wasn't like, you know, even though it was Naomi, like speaking in hypotheticals, mm-hmm. but like maybe she needed to hear that for her to realize like the seriousness of it. Yeah. It's a mess. It's
0: a big mess. Yeah. Um, I have in my note here about your son can walk away that Naomi says and I just, Which is true. Yeah. As we, as we said before, last week I thought of Dink strictly as a punchline.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now he's so earnest and so sweet. And I know the writers are doing a really good job of
1: humanizing. Yeah. And giving
0: him like the responsibility that he needs. And mm-hmm. it's
1: great. Yeah. And I think that with the support of, um, I'm not sure if I think that they need to get married, but um, I think that with the support of his mom and, you know, if they can get Naomi on board with the support of like, you know, three parents, I think that they could make it work. Um, So yeah, just. And the back house. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. that's true. That's an option It is for sure. It really is. Yeah.
0: The couch scene with Naomi and Violet that we were talking about before. I'm really glad that Naomi's apologizing to Violet for what she did last week because she needed it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But also, Violet is very right in what she says back. I wrote it down. She was too damaged to just do anything but hurt Lucas. She didn't do it to avoid him, to control him, but to save him. And then, as you said, but Nay, you didn't get your way. Mm.
1: Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. I thought – Naomi would be mad at her for saying that. But then she starts laughing and she's like, yeah. Or does she laugh? Or does she just like, yeah, you're right.
1: She, I think she just like is in like agreement with her. And which I was, I was surprised about that too. She was just like, she realized, I think that she was being selfish. Yeah. And um, yeah, I appreciated that moment, with Violet, with her being honest. Cause I thought, I think that we had like, yet to hear her articulate it that clearly like i felt like there was there's been moments before when she's like when she was talking to the um the husband who lost his wife uh-huh. um i don't know if that was last episode or a couple episodes ago but you know she explained it a little bit to him but um this is like i feel like the most clearly we've heard her explain why she did what she did um and it is different i feel like it was a different different um decision and that naomi's just like I just think that she's being stubborn (laughs) with this one. Yeah, an early musing, but since
0: Violet was talking in the past tense about what had happened, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which I feel like is different than what we have been hearing, do you have any musings Mm -hmm. about Violet yet? Or do you want to wait till the end?
1: Oh, I really don't know, because I feel like I guess so. We haven't had like any like major. I feel like plot points with Violet. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I really have difficulty in guessing like where she is going to go from here. Like I feel like something is either gonna have to come in, or I feel like that's the next move. Something like whether it's a character, an opportunity, something is going to have to like happen to her or yeah. come into the show to like move her storyline forward because I feel like she's already lost something. So I I was going to say that like, she's either going to have to lose something or gain something, but I think her like losing Lucas in a sense, yeah, that was already so huge that like the next thing is going to have to be prayerfully a good thing (laughs) for her. So yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. What do you think about
0: that last scene on the deck with Addison and Sam?
1: Child, I lived for it i was really I was really proud of addison um uh and because it's like you know we've seen the chemistry that her and Sam have, so it's like you know part of me was gonna be interested to see like what that relationship would be like if it were to be like lived out loud. But um, I think that, like, for the sake of Naomi, for the sake of their friendship, that I think that she made the right decision. I said, good for you, Addison. It's the right thing to do. But I, it did hurt to, like, see yeah, Sam. Sam her. And it was like, I said, who's Sam? What a statement. But And I felt for him, because he was just like, when, basically, like, when when do I get, like, what, what I want, Ugh, as opposed to, like... I felt to, for like, him. You know, Me too. I really did. I really did. Because I forgot that it was... Who initiated the divorce? Naomi or Sam. Sam. That's what I thought, but didn't he say something like she left me? And I was like, wait, I thought he initiated it. He that. did.
0: He did. I think he was talking more about in the parenting.
1: Oh, okay. Because, oh, I see. Yeah, what you mean. because, because he
0: wanted thing. he's he wanted the divorce. He wanted to play the field because he had really only ever been with her.
1: Gotcha. Like, gotcha. That's what I thought. I was like, I thought he initiated it. When
0: you hit the lottery on your first try, you don't try the lottery again
1: that's what kills me it's just like yeah that's what I always like to blows my mind and like relationships and so it's just like you already have like what everyone wants the best of the best exactly and it's just like yeah it's crazy that like yeah how people go searching for more when it's like you already like you said struck gold Mm -hmm. but yeah I was
0: 100% sure that Naomi was going to walk in on that hug fest on the back deck though (laughs)
1: Ooh. oh my god wouldn't that have been something I was like man, do i remember okay.
0: this do i not like what how
1: what they already took us through so much that would have been that would have been like the icing on the cake because oh yeah i'm very surprised i'm interested to see but like i'm i'm just very surprised that you know she has she has she has to I'm jumping ahead to the music, but I am just like, she has to find out eventually. There's no way they're going to let this slide without it, like, <laughs> being brought to her attention. Because I'm surprised she didn't find out at this stage in the game, yeah. like, before Addison broke it off. But, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> do you have any more notes before we move on to Miscellaneous? I do
1: not. know. Mm-mm.
0: Charlotte living with Violet. I want to see all of their talks. Like I want a off of that. just like Charlotte living with Violet, a la like Three's Company.
1: I would love that. <laughs> Especially because I loved when they had their moment when um, Charlotte and Cooper were still together and things, things weren't bad. Yeah. Um, they had like a scene, I think, I don't know if it was last season um, or earlier this season, but I just like, I really liked the start of like their budding friendship. So Yeah. I thought that that was like really interesting that she's living with her now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then I'm wondering why Violet is walking around in a cheetah print Snuggie.
1: Oh my God. I'm trying to remember that scene.
0: (laughs) It's when um, Charlotte comes in and she's like, so I guess you're staying in tonight. Oh, yes. (laughs) Looks like an evening gown, but it's a Snuggie.
1: I love that. That's when like Snuggies were in they their peak. <laughs> yeah. I
0: wanted one so badly. And then my parents yeah. finally got me one, a Steelers mm-hmm. one. And it's oh, great nice. because it's like, you know, a Snuggie, like it goes like, like on best. your arms. but I want them to be softer.
1: Yeah. The material is a little rougher yeah. than you, you would like it to be. Yeah, yeah I have a, a pink one, um, and that i like rarely use but like yeah. yeah that i i notice i know what you're talking about yeah
0: i'd like it to be like a modal or mm-hmm. even like an mm-hmm. organic
1: cotton <laughs> Yes, yes. Because I'm looking at, I'm literally looking at the box of one that my mom had got me like this past winter, and it's like it gives Snuggy vibes. It has like a hoodie. It's more like a a hoodie. Yeah. And the material is uh, oh, I don't even know. It's almost like a velvet-like material, Ooh. but like it's definitely softer than a snuggie. And I'm just like, if they would have even leaned more in that direction. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Snuggie, we have proposals for you.
1: We have notes. We have notes. <laughs> see us after curtain right
0: (laughs) i found the song that i put in the email to you with this link um called mfeo and i hadn't heard of that before this show but i remember like mfeo because that was back when it was really popular to abbreviate things okay right (laughs) it is now but like even more so and i'll put it in the show notes Okay. And that is likely where Maya and Dink came up with their verbiage. So let's just oh, okay. take a quick moment to imagine Maya and Dink dancing in their little 15-year-old homecoming to this alt-rock oh song by Jack's Mannequin. Just like a quick oh. moment. It's also on the same album as Dark Blue, which I know is like, you said, Dark blue, dark blue, have you ever been alone in a crowded room when I'm here with you? I can't sing more than that without getting fined.
1: But. No, you're – no. You're, <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny because at first I was like, I don't think I know it. And then as you kept singing, I was like, I think I might have heard it. Yeah, yeah. Very, like, hot topic,
0: aeropostol. Oh, those the days. <laughs> Oh, sheesh.
1: What a time. Yeah,
0: yeah. And my last note is bless Addison for stopping that elevator a la Seattle Grace. <gasps> bless her i go stop Diana. i love that every time yeah
1: every time i was continuing to watch Grey's. And my my brother is in like season 11 oh. now um and he was uh there was a moment with um it was the owen and amelia scene mm. and he when she was like when they were like just starting to like um like each other and she was like kind of ignoring him that episode and he stopped the elevator and i was just like they will stop the elevator they will <laughs> they will they will yeah, um,
0: Amelia comes to Oceanside Wellness very soon. I can't wait.
1: Oh, I'm looking forward to you it. No,
0: uh, Sheldon is so smart. He's why that. He's why I love him. Yes, he is why I love him. Anyway, um, she. Mm-hmm. He knows what she's talking about without her like saying much of anything. He is so smart, and he's so. Uh huh. But yeah, because yeah, because he's not actually her therapist, he can say, Mm -hmm. I don't want to see her going through anything else right now.
1: I like that. And I feel like if he hadn't said that, to be honest, I don't think that like it would have like, you know, it would have hit Addison as hard. I think that she would have been like, well, it's okay to like, but I think that that was like the defining moment that Addison was just like yeah I can't keep doing yeah, this yeah
0: yeah it's know. also why you find a the therapist
1: outside of your building that part two, exactly Addison trying to get <laughs> trying to get some therapy on the low low that <laughs> <elevator therapy. laughs> so
0: they can be um they can be a uh you know not take a side right exactly yeah, yeah. any more notes on this episode
1: no that's all I have for this one yeah, I, did. I, had I, felt, I feel like I had very, there was a lot that happened, but I felt like I had very little, but I did say, I did mention with um Charlotte and Cooper, I said the old Cooper is back. And then under Charlotte, I said, they're still in love. It's like very clear that they oh, yeah. still love each other because they hate each other too much. A hundred percent. Yeah, but that was, that was about it. I did mention Maya's Shimmery top. And I was like, this is probably something more for Sam's style. No, go ahead. I do And that's, that's literally all I have. I said this shimmery top. <laughs> I, did not, I did not describe it, but I'm trying to, I do feel like I remember, cause I remember it giving like similar to how we were talking earlier. I was like, this is definitely something that I feel like I would have rocked in high oh, school. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: You, you did <laughs> but, a lot of like the yeah. cool sequence. Like I could not have pulled like, off.
1: That's exactly what it, I think this was. I think this was a silver like like top that she wore. Yeah. It was like, I probably yeah, caught my eye because I probably did have some. Perhaps under a blazer. Was, I'm sure. I'm sure of it. <laughs> and I'm sure it had ruffles or was flowy or something. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because 2010 was like, that was like our senior year of high school. So it kind of lines up yeah. with like what the fashion would have been. Well,
0: February when this aired, we would have still been
1: juniors. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right.
0: And I would meet you four months later.
1: Yes, the summer of 2010.
0: Mm, What a time.
1: (laughs) What a time to be alive, man. Oh, it's incredible.
0: (laughs) Really? Truly, truly, truly. So I've already done Sam Style, uh, the the, uh, peplum, not peplum, ruffle blazer. Yes. Happy to take it off your hands. ABC costume department, happy to hang that in my... (laughs)
1: Closet in closet, yes. <laughs> that's good. Sorry. yeah Tell me about our guest star spotlight. So our guest star spotlight is Miss Rosanna Arquette, and she was born August tenth, nineteen fifty nine, in New York City. And get this, which is very surprising to me, because on camera I feel like she does not appear to be that short. Yeah, but she's five four and a half.
0: Girl, that's taller than me. Is really? <laughs> are you? Are you how tall are you? Five, four. I guess I'm like five really? four and a half if my posture is good.
1: I was about to say I was like, even like I don't even like the I guess I would have like never described you as short either. That's so funny. Like <laughs> I don't know why that is. But I guess and I guess in this scene, like the scene that we see her in, like they're sitting the majority of the time. Yeah. Except for like when she first comes in to meet Sam. But so yes. Um, but anyway, a little bit more about her. She lived in England with singer songwriter. Peter Gabriel from 1988 to 1992. Wow. So I was like, oh, adventurous. She uh, is a longtime friend of Kimberly Beck. And I was like, I don't know why that name sounded familiar to me, but um, she's the former sister-in-law of Nicholas Cage, who we know. He, she was married, um, he was married to her sister, Patricia Arquette. Mm-hmm. So, and she's the, the former sister-in-law of Thomas Jane and Courtney Cox. So a lot of connections there. Wow. Um, let's see. She was considered for the lead role in Bridget Jones' Diary. I could see that. Which I was just. could you see that? I was thinking about that too. I was like, I feel like I could see that. She, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I
0: could see her and Renee Zellweger being in the same rooms.
1: Yeah, I could. I could definitely yeah. see that. Um, they. It's so interesting. They have like almost <laughs> over like twenty roles that she was also considered for. Um, but. Uh, she was originally considered to play Mia Wallace in Pulp Fiction. Wow. Um, when Uma Thurman was cast, she got the role of Jody. Yeah. So yeah. I always love hearing about like things that like were almost that were like close, close but no cigar. Yeah. Um, but to be honest, other than that, most of her, her um, the things to find on her were about like the roles that she was considered for but the struggle. the struggle I know well <laughs> I know right exactly i was just like I didn't find any other thing on her yeah so but yeah that's our guest star spotlight this week thank you thank you <laughs> welcome trivia yeah. is
0: this episode scored 9.25 million viewers I feel like that's a lot for their
1: yeah sometimes
0: it's like as low as six so we're doing well in the 9.25 range and a goof Mm -hmm. that I told myself I was going to look out for and then I forgot Mm -hmm. near the end of the episode on the yeah on the
1: scene oh you did you know it only because when I was like looking stuff up last night I came across it and I was just like Wow, this is so interesting because I, I watched the episode a week ago, mm-hmm. so I was like trying to refresh, and um, and I thought that it was like a really fun fact. Please,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sam approaches Addison with two wine glasses and a large one point five liter bottle of wine. When the camera moves in for a close up of Sam pouring the wine, it is a normal sized seven fifty milliliter bottle, and when the camera angle moves back again to the long shot, it is again the large. 1.5 liter bottle. Who'd ca- like, who cat, like
1: who, who cat, like what? I was gonna ask you too. I was like, did you catch that on the watch? Because I definitely did not. I, um, there's people like, I feel like my brothers that typed it like that, like we'll catch stuff like that on the first watch. And I'm just like, how old are you <laughs> if you're paying attention to what's really happening yeah. how can you pick up on like those those things but some people just like have an eye like that and they're like did you see that I'm like no
0: if it's something like like the sidekick where it was the wrong like not the wrong direction but like a different direction I'll catch that yeah or like if the boom if the mic comes into frame I'll sometimes catch Ooh. that oh you've caught that before. oh yeah uh, oh wow that's so funny but not the bottle size
1: changing especially in a scene like yeah. that. Oh yeah, exactly. I'm like there's so much other thing like there's so much more happening here that yeah, I feel like I'll pick up stuff like maybe it was, it was, sometimes with food, sometimes that'll be really noticeable to me like oh, if, yeah. like a uh, if it's a different frame and like the person's eating um but I'm like I'll try not to ruin it the watch for myself that much. <laughs> try not to pay attention but like other than that like that kind of stuff goes right over my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Will you muse for us a bit?
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. <sighs> I think that Maya and Dink are going to have this baby. I think that Naomi is going to come around because she just has to. Like if the ba- the baby's coming. It's coming. The and, baby's um, coming.
0: How? Yeah, like one
1: way or another. I see a nose. <laughs> I see a curl. <laughs> it is on its way. Like it's. She's got to come to, she's got to come to the light, um, but um, I, d- I don't think that, probably I just don't hope that, I don't think that it's best that Maya didn't get married. I think they are too young, 15's too young. I think that just because um, this unexpected occurrence um, has happened, that I don't think that they have to sign their lives away to each other yeah. this early. Um, hopefully Sam and Naomi will help guide Maya in that decision. Oh my gosh, um, when
0: Corinne said, for most of human – like, for most of history, this is the time the kids would get married.
1: What? I know. That's when I was like, okay, girl. Like, yes, in ancient history, yeah. I was like, we are not in <laughs> those times. No. Man, who else here? I already mused a little bit about Violet, uh, Charlotte, and Cooper. Mm-hmm. I feel like all my musings are probably just, like, personal things that I would like to see Yeah, happen. no, that's fine. I want them to work it out. I want them to get back together. I think it's gonna. It's just gonna take some. Like they're the ones that need to be in talk therapy. I think it's gonna take, um, you know, more so like some forgiveness on Cooper's part. He just has to forgive her and get over it and and move on. Mm-hmm. Um, Dell, who we haven't like really heard much from since the Heather incident. Um, I don't know. I feel like I always say it, but I want love for Dell. I just want him to be happy. I want it to like. I want him to find someone and for it to like work out with and someone who, um, you know, will be good for Betsy too. Um, I guess I want the fairy tale ending for him. Mm, okay. Um, I, I do feel that Naomi is going to find out about Addison and Sam, even though, and I feel like that's going to be the conflict is that like Addison like did the right thing. And I still think that it's going to bite her in the butt. Like, mm. cause Naomi's going to find out. I don't know how, um, unless like it's, gonna be like her intuition picking up that things are weird between Addison and Sam now but <laughs> she gonna she gonna know okay yeah
0: okay and yeah you already mused about Violet yeah. we don't really know anything about Sheldon mm-hmm. since we know that Amelia is coming do you have mm-hmm. any like thoughts of how she will come why it's okay if you don't. I know I very much sprung that on you just this very last
1: second. No, I've like, and I've been looking forward to her coming. So, Ugh. I'm so excited. I definitely think like a like it's going to be a job like a job opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I'm definitely excited to see how her relationships uh is going to play out because we all we always know she gotta have somebody so (laughs) I'm excited to see who she links up with in the office who do you think I feel like Dell is a little young for her um so oh god I pray it's not Cooper I feel like Pete is kind of up her alley like he seems like I was, the first word that came to mind is tortured because I don't think that Pete is particularly <laughs> tortured, but I think that he's complicated much like yeah. Owen is. Like when I think about the men she's been with, like, I feel like she would like, I could see her like getting involved with like a Pete, um, even though he feels like the complete opposite, like contrast to her. But if I had to guess, that's who I think I would guess. I pray it's not Cooper. I think that she's too good for Cooper. <laughs> But too good for seems harsh but i feel like she's like you know the way he's been that, that she could see.
0: yeah the way he's been acting
1: yes yeah. i think she could see through his like
0: bs yeah so yeah, yeah. okay i love that i i'm so excited for amelia to come I, I feel like the people who don't like amelia didn't watch her on private practice like if you just watch her on Grey's oh. anatomy you don't get even like half of her story
1: wow that's amazing and that's so funny because i i was talking to my brother about this the other night too it was just like but like i, I was like i loved amelia i definitely feel like i went through my time like where i couldn't stand oh her, but yeah like, same i definitely i definitely like i think she's one of my favorite characters on the show yeah yeah but, yeah are you caught up with grace i'm not i need to i've been thinking about that because i i fell off pretty early on in this season so i have a lot of catching up <laughs> okay okay i look forward to speaking yeah. about Amelia once you've caught up yes and you know, it should be it's about time that they like drop this new season um on netflix because usually like by the time the previous season yeah and is season is season 18 yeah. on netflix yet? no
0: 18 is still going on you mean 17
1: oh 17 so, okay yeah so yeah all right that's why that's why i was like i was like why isn't it on yet because it's it's still in the middle of the season that's why i think before whenever like the the mid-season finale has already happened for season eight yep that's why i want you to watch
0: gotcha <laughs> okay
1: so that's that's why um yeah i haven't caught up to the mid-season finale okay. yet that's why i don't know why in my mind i was like it's uh,
0: the season's over but no it's, it's it not. comes back in like
1: mid february gotcha okay all right so i have some time
0: Well, sometime but you should do that yeah. Okay. Cool.
1: Thanks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Got to get on it.
0: Uh. Uh, um, I'll do MVP first. Cool. I cool. I had to give it to Dink. Fillmore Dink. Okay. okay. For standing up for himself and for standing up for Maya and for his child and fighting for what he knows is right and putting on his big boy pants and going – not going to work because he's not going to work, but like you know, doing the yeah. work.
1: Yeah, that's good. I support that. I support that. I definitely think that this episode gave us a chance to see a side of Dink that we hadn't yeah. seen. Yeah, which who's yours? Mine is Addison. Okay. Actually, I was like, see, so I'll be happy about that." I'll never thing. say no to that.
0: <laughs> rarely, I should say, I'll rarely
1: say no to that. I know, I know, and um. And yeah, like I think that Addison always has good intentions, but I think that like it was nice to see her, like actively um, make the right choice. And I think that it was hard for her to tell Sam that like they had to break things off because I think as she described to Sheldon that like you know, it, it it's easy with Sam like they actually like are compatible yeah. and um you know I think if there were different circumstances like him not being her best friend's ex-husband <laughs> that they probably like could work really well together. Mm-hmm um so i gave her the mvp because i just because i know that was a hard decision to make and to actually like act on so and i thought that she handled it really well and that it was really selfless of her to put her friend before her romantic Mm once so
0: okay i support that
1: my rating
0: is avoiding panhandlers on the boardwalk So whether it is unhoused people asking for money or food or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, people who are selling their wares or selling their arts or, you know, Mm -hmm. people trying to give you their illegal things (laughs) on Mm -hmm. the boardwalk, um, you know, it's, it's a hard decision. Sometimes, you know, you really want that. I don't know. I'm just thinking of the spray can art in Times Square right now. Like you really want Mm -hmm. that like gorgeous spray can art, but you know that you shouldn't have it because you know, the aerosols won't be good in your apartment or Mm -hmm. very much like Addison wanting to be with Sam, but knowing it's not the right decision or, you know, you see someone who is obviously in need of help. So you give them a sandwich from a restaurant, Mm -hmm. stuff like that made me think of, uh, our two situations. Three, yeah. three really with the with the family. That's true. Yeah. I like it. Thank
1: you. What's yours? Mine. I feel like mine are always like so far fetched and complete. No, they're so good. But mine is mine's a missed speed boat. Um, but I I felt like uh it really made me think about Naomi's situation with Maya that um and I guess I was thinking really about that therapy scene when like they had like already made the decision, like Life is happening. Things are moving on at a quick pace, and you know, and Naomi is just like she's lollygagging, and her version of lollygagging is wallowing in her self pity. And she's like, she missed the speedboat. She's not on the boat. <laughs> she she needs to catch up to it. I feel um, that. And uh, yeah, and I and I feel like this same thing can be said um, with um. Well, I feel like. I can't decide whether it's Sam or now whether it's Sam or Addison who's missing the, the boat. Um I feel like it's Addison but in a different way. Um like she's I think she's making an active choice, yes. the right choice to not be on the speedboat because she wants to take off, she wants to take off with Sam, but she's making the decision to stay on the shore yeah. and to be stable, to be a good friend. Like like um, almost so. like she had some questionable
0: seafood for lunch and knows
1: that being on a boat right now is not the right decision right she's like i'm gonna sit this out for my stomach yes sake. yes so that, that was my rating for this episode it took me it took me a while to to think of it but that was the that was the best i came up i with. love it i love it <laughs> thank you thank you That's a good episode yeah i liked it <laughs> thank you for joining us for this week's episode of beach houses and babies a private practice recap podcast Please follow us on Instagram at bhabpodcast, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Anchor to be the first to hear future episodes. You can find me on Instagram at at Melissi Clark and on Twitter at, at Melissy with three E's. And you can follow me at Samantha
0: G. Harris on all social media. If you'd like to support Beach Houses and Babies, please consider leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And I believe you might be able to do that on Spotify, too. And sharing with a friend. <laughs> it really helps people learn about the show.
1: Plus, we might read your review on the podcast. You can also become a patron at patreon.com slash bhabpodcast. In our next episode, we'll be discussing Private Practice Season 3, Episode 14. They are available to stream on Hulu and can be purchased on iTunes, Amazon, DVD, and more. If you have thoughts you'd like to share
0: with us on these episodes, please DM us on Instagram at bhabpodcast or email us at bhabpodcast at gmail.com to be featured on our listener mail segment. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks. TGIT.